Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 115 with the amazing Gerd Olefs sharing his huge idea of World Peace 2035. Hello, uh, this is uh, Gerd Olefs. Uh, you are listening to Heart Cells, a podcast with Christine Slonsky. Enjoy it. I'm so excited to have Gerd Olafs back on the show today. Please make sure you are sharing Heart Cells podcast. Share the message of World Peace 2035. You find all the information at christineschlonsky.com slash podcast. Connect with Gerd, support his mission because we all can make the world a better place with tiny things we do and obviously also with the big ones, but it all starts with us. And today we're going to dive into the Star Trek Within. Before we do that, a quick shout out to our wonderful listeners in Rochester, New York in the United States, as well as in Paris, France. And let's dive in to Gerd because he has lived in three different continents already in his life. He is the founder and CEO of World Peace 2035. He's an author, a public speaker, a highly experienced corporate and SME business professional, as well as a recruitment expert and a global citizen. World Peace 2035 is the only nonprofit organization setting the daring and ambitious goal of reaching world peace with a due date, 2035. After only 18 months of Facebook activity, World Peace 2035 already had more than 840,000 followers and they are adding more and more each day, about a thousand every single day. And they are about to reach the million mark the summer 2019. It's probably about the same time this episode airs. So I'm so super excited to have the conversation with Gerd and to really get inspired how we all can take action. And remember, it all starts within hurt people, hurt people and happy people make people happy. So if you already help your clients to be happier, to be more fulfilled, to be served in the very best way because heart sells, you're already on a very good path. So keep going. Let's dive in with Gerd Olives. Well, I am so excited to have you back on the show, Gerd. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm so excited to talk to you more about your wonderful mission, as well as what you know, people can do to support their businesses in having the or cultivating the lifestyle they really desire in combination with world peace. Mm -hmm. Well, I think um, our lifestyle has to, and this is, I'm gentle when I say have, uh, has to, it should be must. Huh? It's an absolute must that we, we make our life sustainable. And at the same time, I think that is a huge uh, business opportunity. And I think every business from the smallest to the largest has to really convert into a fully sustainable uh, business. And we, everybody talks about the circular uh, economy, etc. But it will have to happen because we, we all talk about growing and growth is, is this magic concept. But we are only growing a non-sustainable system. And this, to me, is, is, is going to lead to a disaster, small or large. Um, climate change is just one 
uh, element of that, but we have also resource scarcity, uh, reducing biodiversity, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm thinking I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a recruiter and I'm a coach and I'm, uh, I'm thinking even how can I reduce my ecological footprint? When I have a recruitment project, do I need to physically see the candidates in terms of meeting one face-to-face -face in the pre-selection phase? Do I, do I let them come to my office by car that's like uh, for each project 10 people 12 people I go to my office by car while we have a, a fantastic zoom uh, possibility for instance huh? mm. uh, I think everybody needs to think hard about how can I do things uh, differently and sustainably and why is sustainability so important well first of all otherwise we're gonna not have any resources left in X number of time but it is also a barrier to the rest of the world the, the, the part of the world that is not rich to become rich also because we would need five planets huh? an average West European uh, if everybody of the world would live in, in the same way we would need five times earth this is not possible so we need to make it sustainable so that everybody can climb up to that same level because then it has become sustainable so it's a it's a very big challenge i consider it the, probably the biggest but it's a very essential challenge and if you have children in the world i have four children i have a responsibility to them not just to take care of them personally but to create a world in which they can flourish and that world is peaceful or has to be peaceful and it has to be sustainable. So we all have a contribution to make. And I think there is a lot of potential for creative people, for people who really make that a priority to consider how can I do things differently? Yeah, yeah. Well, most business owners or entrepreneurs or people who become entrepreneurs, they do it because they want to do something they love. Yes. And then they set off on that journey, following their passion And unfortunately, a lot of them do suffer from not knowing how to make sales in a way that feels aligned, that feels authentic, that feels true to their values. So they kind of, well, they don't make the revenue they desire to make or they need to make to make this business work. And they might end up frustrated or burned out, even though they come from this place of giving giving mm -hmm. the gifts, supporting mm -hmm. the world with their mission. And since you are on this huge mission and you are, you know, had the conversation with the man in the mirror and you've been on that path for over two decades now. Oh, on that path, okay, the, the, the organization is only uh, two years, huh? the, not yeah, even two, one and a half years. Your personal ah. development path, right? Yeah, that's, uh, that, I started that more than 20 years ago. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So what, what could you give people? So let's say somebody is struggling in their business. And, you know, there's the saying I really love that I've heard years ago. It says, hurt people hurt people. Yes. And I added That's to a good it, one, yeah. And happy people make people happy. Right. So what could you tell an entrepreneur who is struggling right now, who loves what they do, but it feels also heavy and difficult, mm -hmm. how can they kind of turn their business around in you know, winning clients, serving clients, and also making the money they desire to, to have the lifestyle they dream of with you know, having in mind they can contribute so much more when they have more financial resources? Mm -hmm. I think um, as within, so without. So what you have inside will reflect itself on the outside. And I think key to uh, having this 
healthy foundation is is this inner journey is what i call in my speeches the star trek within it's to know who you are it's to know uh, what the why, not the why of your business, but the why of your existence. As I say, why are you here? What is your mission? What, what? And that, because I can speak from experience, this goes very deep and it connects you with some place, uh, I would say even outside of yourself, it, it, it comes from some, somewhere really, really, really profound. And when you can tap into that uh, connectedness, you have a, almost a limitless, limitless source of energy, motivation, persistence, also very important. Tremendous self-confidence. I, I can really say I was already a confident person, but my, my today versus two, three years ago is already a big step in, in advance because I tap from this connectedness. And that is for me a very important one. It's this Star Trek within this. It, it is a journey. It's not an easy journey. It's not, uh, not, not a one, two, three solution. One, two, three solutions don't exist. Huh? Um, but it is to, to really ask yourself uh, tough questions. I would strongly recommend uh, to be coached by a good coach. Uh, I, you know that uh, I'm coached. Uh, my Book was uh, I had a book coach to, uh, the last four months. I was coached by a very nice lady with whom I'm now going to work within World Peace uh, 2035. So somebody who helps you to ask the difficult question, to find the answers to those difficult questions, but does that from a, a relationship of confidence and and also confidentiality, so that you can then change yourself inside, so that the outside can also change. It's what you say, hurt people, hurt people. If you feel frustrated, uh, um, if you are like, like tense and, 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 and irritated and frustrated, and blah, 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 you will reflect that. I know that when I started my business in recruitment, I just started with a table in, uh, in my living room uh, at, at the time 15 years ago, and I started cold calling people. And I know that my success rate of uh, getting, getting an appointment, etc., cetera, um, was best when I was really calm, when I, I, um, I felt in a certain way and my, vo my voice was also different uh, for them and I could hear the, the, the reactions were different on the other side. And so I learned this and this was just by also observing. And uh, so it is, I think the, the key is, is within yourself and then of course when you are in a business uh, you have to also ask yourself is what I provide from a service perspective or a product perspective is that is there a need for it does does that bring solutions to the problems of other people because that's what selling is if, if you know uh, you, you need to provide a solution whatever it is uh, to a need uh, um, and and identifying those needs very properly, uh, doing the business, you know, the, the, the SWOT analysis is the, which is also asking the hard questions also. Uh, who, uh, what are the needs? Who are my competitors? What are they doing? What are the opportunities? What are the threats? So a lot of reflection is necessary, I find. And then when I started with recruitment, it was because... Um, that was the part that I liked the most from my corporate career. When I had to build my own teams in Asia, etc., I felt this is for me. This is where I, I like this. I am good at it. And I bring a number of uh, uh, strengths to the table. I think it also has to do with uh, weakness. 
uh, when I coach people, I say, um, I'm not only working on strengths, I'm especially working in the first phase on making sure that the, the weak link in the chain becomes strong because you can only strengthen the chain by strengthening the weakest link. Mm. And I think that might be also an answer to your listeners that are stuck. What is this weak link? Maybe you have somebody who gets discouraged very fast. He, needs to, he makes two phone calls and he hears a no every time and then, then, then the motivation starts going down. No, you need to be able to hear 100 times no. You know, and you need to understand it's a numbers. No, but it, that's the truth. I, maybe one of when I came back from Asia and, and uh, that was uh, 16 years ago, I got through a divorce. I had four small children. I had to start from scratch. I had 60 euros left in the bank account. So no, no kidding. And eh? this was true. And of course, that in itself provides fire and all that. Uh, but I, I took something on that was we, we call it. Uh, um, to, to uh, do market surveys, but go knock on doors of uh, everywhere in the country and ask people about uh, products, but also about for the European Union and all that. And I came, I came in, in so many fantastic individual homes. But the key point is, I knocked on doors maybe ten times, and maybe one out of ten people said yes. But once you know uh, there is going to be a yes, one out of ten times, the only thing you have to do is knock on doors ten times. You know, but a lot of people stop at the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth time and they don't come to 10. And they don't, you never know how, how close you were to success because you gave up. Yeah, I, I love that. And you know, you're, you're so about action taking. So you, you made right. a, a deadline on the uh, mission to, to world peace. And I'm always saying stop just dreaming, act now, because right. if you don't put it into action, nothing is going to happen. Yes, absolutely. You can. I say a dream without a, a, an action deadline is a, is a fantasy. Yeah? Yeah, so yeah. no, you have to act, and this is why. You know, when I wrote my book, I already knew that my book was just the beginning. I needed to take action, and action was in the form of starting this nonprofit, and then you know we have the Facebook page, the website, and all that, and 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 starting to build a network. And and the, this is the beginning is never really easy i think you have people who step out of a corporate life and go into a business and continue what they did in a corporate life and they sometimes can just transition and, and start uh, hit the ground running it happens but but most of the business uh, businesses have a difficult start it's not easy you have an exponential curve it's this it has a, a long beginning tail that goes up slowly slowly and then at some point it takes off so you have to persist to to get to that point of taking off yeah. and constantly wonder about what value do I bring? What is my unique value? Also for world peace, my, my advisory board in uh, last, after the, when we met in LA, uh, they corrected me. I was trying, first of all, to build a team and thought about uh, this action and that action. And they, I have some very good people in the advisory board and they said, Gerd, what is the unique value proposition that you have with world peace 2035? What makes you unique? And I said, oh, peace with the due date. He said, yes, that's one of them, but that's not enough. You're not going to get it off the ground if you keep focusing and think that you have everything covered by just that. And then I go to the subtitle of my book. I have it here. It's like, well, peace 2035. Let's achieve it together. And I said, the uniqueness that I see is that we bring people together, people and organizations. You cannot believe how many people are working on peace or on other good causes, but many of them do it in a silo environment, just themselves. No, we need to bring the, all of that together. 
And that's what we are going to do. We're going to start creating a world peace uh, alliance. And so bring in, don't reinvent the wheel and use the existing wheels, but bring them together. We are going to be a facilitator, coordinator, etc. But that's through the hard questioning of my advisory board members. It was not so pleasant, but it was oh so uh, useful. And since, um, since that date, honestly, doors started to open and everything started to flow because it was the right thing. What I did until that day before, I spent a lot of time and energy also on people and man, it, it didn't work and I, I didn't understand why. So that's maybe a message to your, to your listeners also. Sometimes you, you knock on a door and you try to open that door by all means possible and it doesn't work, but maybe it's not the right door. Yeah. So, and you get, you, you get advice. Because when really? we get stuck, it's really like the question, is it the right door? Right. Does it feel aligned? And um, as you mentioned um, in the first episode, having, having a coach or mentor can be so essential yes. because they see the potential in you and they also can ask questions that you might not even have thought of. Right. And, and, and an advice I would, I would say, I'm a, I'm a keen learner. I, I'm, I'm hungry for knowledge and, and new knowledge and I keep... I keep reading and listening and, and etc. So put yourself in, in environments where you can learn, take some risks. Um, you know, uh, don't be too skeptical. Don't let the little voices in your head say, ah, you're not going to learn anything. Ah, they're going to sell something to, or try to sell something to you or whatever. No, go with an open mind because you, you don't know what opportunities are hiding behind mm. all those uh, yeah. barriers that you construct. And that, that's something that I had to, to learn also. I, for instance, where we met in, in LA, in, in there I, I, um, I met, okay, the second time I met him, but he's, a, he's, an, um, uh, he's an organizer of Speakers Bureau in, in the, the biggest one. And that's maybe why you thought I was from Holland because he was from Holland. And he brought me in the beginning of December in contact with a lady who's now going to become my partner in, in, in one of the uh, world peace uh, activities that we're going to do. And she brought me in contact with this Nobel uh, Peace Prize winner. So if I would not have gone to that event, okay, I would never have met those people. Mm. And I would be in another place. So it is not only knocking on the right door, but put yourself in, in, in environments where you can meet other people. Everybody has a story. Everybody is potentially a, a person who can help you with something they say, with something they do, with somebody they know. And we live in phenomenal times. Look at uh, World Peace, almost 1 million followers. But just to give you a few more statistics, we have now reached a weekly um, reach with our posts. We post two, two posts daily and we reach now 220,000 people a week. That's, you know, almost a million a month. So our peace message has already gone out, has been seen by 15 to 20 million people since we started. So we live in extraordinary times in this perspective. 10 years ago would have been impossible. Yeah. You know, and well, so yeah. go out there and, and learn, be hungry for knowledge because you never know. Also, my recruitment business was a little bit because I bumped into a person at, at, in, in some space or some, some event or so where uh, we got to talk and say, oh, how are you? etc. So you, you never ever know. I was a lousy networker, but because world peace is so much my passion and my mission, now I've become a great networker. And I, I'm, a, yes, I, I'm probably a good, I'm not a salesperson, but I, I think I can convince people. Um, I, I don't think you need to convince people. I think you need to invite people to okay. an idea 
you know, convincing sounds a little, little bit difficult and, and tough because well, they feel it inside. And, you know, I, I would just give like a wild guess that nobody feels like peace is not necessary. But, you know, inviting them to think of that idea, that world peace, because I personally believe we are all one. We're all just, you know, energy. And like how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're fighting at home each and every day, if you are an unhappy person, you know, that like it mirrors back to everywhere you go, you make those bad experiences. As we did, so we don't. Yeah. Yeah, but as we, when we say yes to ourselves, I mean, see what, what will evolve. But I think when you say we are energy, of course, you are already in a certain place when you say that and when you, when you feel that. And, and that's, of course, I would say ultimate connection eh? because energy is continuous. There is no borders. When you live from that perspective, which is part of my journey, I'm a Westerner, but I lived for almost 15 years in Asia. I've also lived in the Middle East. So I've lived in different cultures, different places. And of course you change and you become from a linear person, you become a circular person with, mm. uh, with no beginning and no end. So the, the continuum, your energy, you're connected. And that changes everything because then, you know, the other is, is you and you are the other. And I think for salespeople or commercial people, is how you stand in life. How, you know, don't look at... Uh, competition as your enemy or look at, at the client as a must you know you they don't must anything yeah yeah i don't i personally don't really believe in competition because each and every one of us is even though we are all one we are all unique in the experiences right what we've learned and how we show up and how we talk and and act so even though somebody might do the same thing or name the thing like you name it it's still a different experience. So when, when I, I was still in sales and corporate, I always taught my team, you know, somebody might buy from you and when I call them, they will run away or vice versa. You don't know. Yeah, you don't, you know, don't know, know what experiences they have and right. what connects and what doesn't. And So just be open to it and I think showing up in your full potential and we probably never know if we reach it or not, but striving for being right. the best person that you can is just going to make a huge difference well it's it's uh, this is a key sentence you just said um, christine it's it's uh, it's also part of my short uh, trajectory on, on world peace now is the people ask me what can we do uh, etc and and now i can say the biggest contribution you can make is to become the best version of yourself yeah. in alignment with uh, why you are here with your purpose, your mission, etc., and this, and this is the biggest contribution you can make, which means everybody can make that contribution. You yeah, it's possible for that's that's very good point. It's possible for everybody. It's possible for everybody. The decision. It's the decision, the courage, the motivation, yeah. etc. And and one person can do it, the other person cannot. But I think if you are willing to um, 
to ask those hard questions if you're willing to open up to a person who can help you, uh, whether it's a coach or any person who can uh, accompany you on that journey. You will need different people in different phases. Uh, if I look back, I also took classes. I've been, for instance, to a retreat with uh, Eckhart Tolle. I don't know if you know him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, voila. So, but this was in 2000, okay? Yeah. So he was not known yet. And, and he came to Hong Kong. I was living in Hong Kong at the time. And I spent two days with him in a small group. We were maybe 30 people maximum. If you need to, if you want to follow a, a, a retreat now, you, you are with thousands of people. So um, th these kind of people teachers they, they can they can learn you, know, you can learn so much and, and it builds over time you know it builds over time yeah, yeah beautiful just one last question i would be really interested because i always ask my guests what's the first thing you ever sold in your life oh my god that's a tough one, Christine, too, because I have to go back a long time in my case. Um, Maybe give you some hints, like some people sold baseball cards or cookies or they painted Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I, like, what's the first thing that you sold well, that you got money for? Well, uh, I think the first, um, yeah, well, that's a good point now. Um, it goes back to what I said in, an, in, the, in the earlier uh, session or part of the, the session. It's... We have uh, the, the three kings. We have 6th of January. Is, is uh -huh. We call it in Belgium the three kings uh, the, the, or the three saints. I don't know how you say it in English. Those, those people that uh, saw the star of uh, Bethlehem and they went to, to see Jesus. And then you go around, uh, you knock, you ring the bells and then you sing a song. But a class, I was 11, something like this, and a classmate, we wanted to have some pocket money and all that. And we said, okay, we're going to be brave. And so we, we dressed up as uh, two kings, basically. And we went around the, the, the neighborhood where we lived in Brussels. And, and we came home. And I think after a half a day going around, we each had the equivalent of two and a half euros. But we sang, we sang uh, at the doors, we went into pubs, cafes, and we sang Rico, and then people gave us a little, you know, centime here and there. But we had, uh, this was my first um, sales experience that I can think of. Yes. How oh, cool. The, the, the purest uh, sales experience, yeah. Yeah. And how did you feel when you, when you brought home that money? Well, we were quite happy. Eh? We were happy that we did it. It was, it, it did, I mean, we were sh shy boys also, you know, 11 years old. Um, but something, I think the desire to make some pocket money was strong and stronger than the fear. So we were quite pleased with ourselves, I think. Um, it's a, again, it's a long time ago. Um, but that I remember was probably the first time. So you see that's what you, what you can do here is rooted in the past, in, in your year, um, let's say six to 20. I think every salesperson, every person that, that you talk to in the audience should ask some very deep questions about what was it that kept you going at that time? Yeah, because well, I think it all comes down to passion and at the end of the day, love for something you do. So I always say sales is love because you serve. If you have wonderful products and services, you're just spreading your love. Well, serve is a very important word. It's, it's, um, I think that's what we miss a lot in the world is serving is always much bigger than yourself because you serve others. And this is a dimension many of us have lost and the world has lost. And, and it, the great joy and the great fulfillment, and I think also the great success lies in that. It's when you serve others. Yeah. 
Yeah. What a phenomenal end of this wonderful episode. Thank you so, so much for, for being here, for spending time with, with us, for, for the inspiration and really for giving us the idea that we can all make a difference. We can. And it starts within. So right. thank you so, so much for your time. Have Welcome, a wonderful Christine. day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Well, I love the conversation with Gerd Olafs and I love his big ambitious goal that he is selling to the world by World Peace 2035. What a beautiful mission and vision to have and it's supporting every single one of us. So I hope you are inspired and you are motivated to have the conversation with a woman or the man in the mirror and really find your Star Trek within. Hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab for the resources, the show notes, the transcripts, and also for the social media handles to Gerd Olaf so you can connect, you can follow his journey, you can cheer him on, and you can just be part of it. Thank you so, so much for listening, for supporting this daring and ambitious goal of World Peace 2035. And you know, it all starts within. So just start with you feeling more amazing, feeling happier because happy people make people happy. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now. Mm-hmm.